welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled, God's Word is Living and Active. The Word of God is timeless. It's not merely a book of stories, but it's a book of truth and instruction. Have you ever heard the saying, basic instructions before leaving this earth? Literally, it's the abbreviation, you know, Bible, basic, I, instructions, B, before, L, leaving this earth. And it's so interesting that we have instructions to live here. And we forget how powerful the instructions are. And I'm so grateful that God gave us instructions and he spoke through people. And this Bible was written to truly help us to become more like him. Because we live in a sinful world, God has prepared us with his word. And because he knew the state of our heart, he decided to get to the root of all issues that we deal with. And the word of God is the only thing that consistently addresses the sin on this earth. When sin is addressed... It will pierce our hearts. It will cut our hearts. And what I mean by that is that it causes a discomfort when it pierces us because it changes us. If we are carnal nature, we do not want to be cut, indicating we don't want to be uncomfortable or corrected. Everything is based on feeling good, which keeps us at an infant stage, emotionally and spiritually. And also strongholds can cause a person to only want to feel good, especially if there is a struggle of rejection and security and not understanding God's love. We might seek solely on receiving validation and search for scriptures that validate us, but don't necessarily correct us. And the way God's word is, is that he shows us love in scripture and he also corrects us in scripture. And the scriptures are used to strengthen us and to help us handle the trials of this world. They're used to um, correct us and prepare us for the end times and all the things that we're seeing right now. The scripture is set up to help us in that area. Now, if we are spiritually minded, we desire to be corrected and challenged by the word because it will help us to grow and mature. 
So in Hebrews 4, 12 through 13, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So this scripture is the scripture that supports this message of God's word being alive and active. The scripture that we read is his word being alive. And so it's sharper than any double-edged sword indicating that it cuts, it gets to the root, it gets so deep into the root of what we're dealing with. But if we avoid the word, we're preventing ourselves from actually allowing things to be dealt with. So the scripture is utilized to help it's like I I like to use the term like heart surgery like it gets to the heart of the matter it gets to the sin and addresses the sin and so that's why the word of God is 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 sharp and active and alive because it's timeless and it 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 can make a person feel really uncomfortable as, as repentance is happening and transformation is happening. But it's beautiful because that's what the Word of God does. Um, I remember when I was in an infant stage of knowing about the Bible or just even understanding what it means to be a follower of Christ and understanding what the scripture was used for and I mean sometimes I would read things and and just feel overwhelmed or I would read it and think that it didn't pertain to to me because I've never read it and also at that time I wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit was in me but I wasn't filled with him so I would approach the scriptures in a way as if I was an infant. And when we approach scriptures in that magnitude, we will find ourselves avoiding things that will correct us because we're in an infant stage. And we're only wanting things that are easy to receive, that's, that's going to make us feel good. But as you grow in the things of God, and when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, He helps you to handle that sharpness and that correction and all that stuff that needs to be dealt with in our in our hearts so that we can become more Christ-like. Being malnourished is not going to help us complete the assignments that God has called us to. Because when we're infants, we are malnourished in the things of God. And so when we're only wanting to hear feel-good messages, messages that are going to help us stay at a place of sin, 
So if we're only going to read, say like if we only want to stay in a place of maybe like um, scriptures that are going to make us feel good or indicate what God is going to do for us, and we stay in a place of sin, we've missed the whole purpose of the Bible in its entirety. And, and the whole purpose of the Bible is also to show us the condition of our hearts, why we need a savior, why God has called us to repentance, and also our purpose here on earth. Our purpose here on earth is not to glorify ourselves and have everything point back to us, but it's to glorify God. And we can't glorify God when we're here in a place of sin, just living a life of sin. And this is why when I mentioned the word of God is living and active, everything that's indicated in the Bible that God displeases, that displeases him, it hasn't changed. It, it's still, it's still active. And because he's a loving God, he shows us what to do in a loving way. He equips us to do it in a loving way. He leaves, he he left Holy Spirit with us to help convict us when we get off track. So the word of God is going to correct us when we get off track and it shows us what to do. Now, it's, you know, God prepares us through this word. And in 2 Timothy 3.16-17, through 17, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful to, for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So God's word is to teach us, rebuke us, correct us, and train us. And we have to ask ourselves, when is the last time the scripture corrected our heart? When we read by it, when we read the scriptures, do we read it for, for solely encouragement or do we read it to become more Christ-like? Do we read it to have that heart surgery of the, of the scripture cutting in a hardened area of our hearts, cutting in the areas that we have blind sides? When is the last time we read a scripture and we got convicted from reading the scripture? Because this is the thing, and God indicated that none of us is without sin. That indicates that there is something in all of our lives that we can go to the Word of God and have Him do heart surgery on. No one has arrived to perfection. The Word of God is what corrects our heart so we can become more like Him. And this is all through the work of the Holy Spirit, a surrendered life. 
And the more we approach the word with, okay, God, I want to learn more about you, but I also want to change my character. I don't want to be the same person I was five years ago, a year ago, six months ago, a month ago. This is not to put heaviness on ourselves of work, but this is truly to approach the the word of God as something that is powerful to change us. If we don't approach it as, okay, I want to read this and I want to draw closer to God, but I also want to be more like him in character. I also want to get any area of sin uprooted out of me. And so that's how we have, we should be approaching the word of God because it's living, it's active, it's showing our heart conditions, it's showing what's to come, it's showing what purpose is, and it's so active. And the scripture also indicates that there is nothing new under the sun. So the things that we're seeing now, it's it's not new. It's been going on for ages. So in Ecclesiastics 1, 9 through 10, that which has been is what will be that which is done is what will be done and there is nothing new under the sun is there anything of which it may be said see this is new it has already been in ancient times before us so this is ecclesiastics 1 9 through 10 so the sin that we see that's going on that's just um, so heartbreaking at times and, um, and and the spirit behind it. Ecclesiastics is indicating that there's nothing new. So even the struggle that you've uh, dealt with or maybe the struggle you're dealing with now or maybe the things that you just feel bad about that you've done in your past, the scripture saying there's nothing new under the sun, which means that God is not surprised by anything that has occurred and he wants us to cast all of that unto him. He wants us to relinquish everything that we connected ourselves in our past life or whatever it is and just say, you know what? I'm giving that old nature to you and I'm going to take on that new nature that you've given me and I'm going to press into the word of God and allow the scripture to do heart surgery so I can draw closer to you and be more like you. So there's nothing new. So if the enemy's trying to lie um, to any any of us about whatever the struggle was, know that there is nothing new. And whatever that condemnation spirit that he tries to put on people, be reminded that there's nothing new and that Jesus died for every last one of those struggles, every last one of the sins. And he wants us to receive his forgiveness when we're able to do that we can receive God's word we can receive it and we can allow it to cut our hearts in a way where we're starting to get to the root of whatever the issue is and there's so much freedom in knowing the truth in the word of God because then we realize the scripture works the scripture works And as we yield ourselves to the scripture, as we heed to God's correction, 
as we humble ourselves and surrender, we will see more of the scripture working through our lives. God can use our weaknesses to bring him glory. But as we surrender, we will be able to see that. But if we just want to guard everything that's going on in our lives and try to hide it from God, we have deceived ourselves because we can't hide anything from him. As a matter of fact, he knows everything we're going to do before we do it. So the only one, only person we're deceiving is ourselves and the others who we are doing that around. He wants us to be authentic with him and really go to him with whatever struggle we're dealing with and allow the word of God to get to the root so we can get set free, so we can cut in our hearts and we can truly get rid of anything that has caused issues and cycles and in different um, areas of weakness that we have not released, that we have not given over to God. So as we allow the the word of God to just continue to be active in our lives, as we surrender our lives to God, we will see fruitfulness. We will see changes. We will see things that will start to happen for God's glory. So there is nothing impossible with God. He prepares us for the present stage as well as the end times and the word of God. It's it's even like a prophecy of what's to come. So he prepares us for all of this. He gives us the right perspective to approach life through the way he sees it. There's so much that we can draw from it. If we read it, with the heart of love, with the heart of wanting to understand, a heart of humility. His word can truly change us if we appreciate the purpose behind it with a surrendered and humbled heart. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for an active a living word that corrects our heart. And we thank you for preparing and equipping us for this life. We thank you for correcting us of sin, correcting us of uh, negative mindsets, correcting us of patterns and heart conditions, anything that has displeased you, Lord. We thank you for giving us instructions in the Bible that shows us what to do, that reminds us of how we need to renew our minds, that shows us what sin is. Lord, you indicated that there is nothing new under the sun. And so I'm so grateful that you've given us a way of escape from the things that the enemy will like to try to keep us bound in. And you've given us a way of escape through your word. Lord, we thank you. We give you the glory and honor for who you are. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, you all, be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God.